0: I'm assessing my existence in a rather strange way. I always reflected on this notion of, like, whether or not one exists. You come to an automatic door, it doesn't open. You start to doubt your own existence. I'm kind of in that space currently. I'm post-Wikipedia, expunged from that. I removed my bio from the Noble website. I thought, okay, I'm going to move to some form of anonymity now that I've been, you know, aggressively attacked. I have some sense of peace that I know it's about $30 a day on Instagram to repress my NoPlate related stuff. I'm assuming there's parity on Google. Maybe it's $50 a day to repress my stuff. It's good to know that there's a financial cost associated with this thing. But more recently, I've been reflecting on how difficult it is for folks to actually get in contact with me. These are people that I've paid money to. I whole nature Friendship just doesn't exist anymore. These are people that I've actually paid money to, to do something. Always in advance. I pay in advance. Maybe that's part of the problem. So most of these people that are miniature painters, there are a few other things which need not be, even be aired in this podcast, but maybe talked about at a future time. But certainly the miniature painters, the whole thing is rather surreal to me. I have one miniature painter who has had miniatures for seven months now and no communication. I have another miniature painter who is nominally the best miniature painter in the world. Nominally, well, at the top of all the various miniature painting charts, he sent me some broken miniatures, literally a box of broken miniatures, because he didn't put in enough padding for them. Sent the broken miniatures back to him in a different package, making sure they all got back to him in one piece. And then he just decided, okay, a couple of months, I'm just going to wait. No need to repaint these things. No need to fix these things. I'm just going to wait. Another miniature that you're supposed to paint through that period of time, you didn't do it. No communication, nothing. That's just the new normal, right? This is the new normal. You pay people, they do nothing. You've got to communicate with them, you've got to get things resolved. And I'm starting to just feel so jaded with this thing the society that has been created through this thing. Like, what's the correct response to this? Is it just to disappear? Is it to put more effort in my creative work? It's certainly working with regards to my writing. I'm doing more writing now through sheer frustration. I just watch, you know, five minutes of YouTube and immediately <laughs> two hours of writing. Easy. Get this funk out of my mind. Get this funk out of my mind. What on earth is going on currently associated with a society? This whole thing. It's just, thankfully, all inward-facing anger, all creative-facing. So, recording these podcasts, recording long funk, well... I'm in an interesting space currently because with My Rules Are Better and with Biota and obviously with Model Rail Radio, I have an audience and also a list of participants that are kind of forcing these podcasts to come out. So with Biota, I actually have people I'm talking to again. With My Rules Are Better, similarly, people I'm talking to again. Model Rail Radio, every three weeks, I know I can have a chance to talk to at least a couple of people. It's a thing. This is what these podcasts are. In contrast to this long funk, Doesn't really have the same thing. It's not really. I don't know. The forcing function of long funk is me thinking, gee, it's been a while since I recorded a long funk. But I've been reflecting heavily about what I'm actually doing currently. I had this experience where I read a lot of World War II history. I'm still reading World War II history. I'm surrounded by World War II history. It's what I consume primarily. The stories of German soldiers on the Eastern Front, I think I could saturate my life with this thing. It makes me feel familiar. In my current existence It makes so much sense With where I am currently But for some reason I was watching Schindler's List In fact I can tell you Exactly why I was watching Schindler's List I finished a book called The History of the KL Which is the history Of the concentration camp system Which is an amazing book Well worth reading It's a modern book Lot of history Lots of bits and pieces Lots of little nuanced tales Including a tale Of a small number of Jews In Dachau maybe Who started creating forgeries for the German guards and then made forged money, made millions of dollars worth of pounds of forged money, which they used for, you know, bribes and a variety of other things. And that kept them alive. This is a particular perspective Schindler's List. But the whole thing is just so curious. The need to have these small stories of survival through this brutal horror. So, I watched Schindler's List because it was referred to briefly in the History of the Kale, And I remember watching it a long time ago. I found it somewhat frustrating at the time. And this time I found it differently frustrating. At the end, the survivors, the Schindler's Jews, as they're so beautifully called, whatever that might mean, they come and put rocks on the guy's grave. I've just felt this kind of morbid sense of, woe, like my whole life is spent in this <laughs> World War Two thing, this reliving this piece of history that is strangely warmly familiar to me in a very curious way what on earth am i doing with my life with this stuff but i had a beautiful vignette last night which is worth sharing i should also point out i'm recording this on the 4th of july which used to be for at least a year a year out of 13 years anyway that i recorded a little thing about how independence day should be about independent podcasts i'm so removed and beyond that now i really don't have any justification for why I continue to put out this audio aside from the fact that it might just be OCD. <laughs> you keep doing the same thing and yet nothing changes. There's something crazy about that thing but I think if I just frame it in mental health alone that'll be useful. Last night I was using my iPhone. My laptop had run out of power and I remember that there used to be a version of Blade that ran on the iPhone and I thought what do I really like out of Blade? I recorded a video recently and I pr- recorded it preemptively, but since then a couple of university students have gotten interested in Noble Ape. I don't know how far it'll go, but they've gotten interested in Noble Ape. And one of the things that I loved about and I recorded a video about setting up Noble Ape so you could see what the individual apes did and, you know, how they had interactions and who were their allies and who were their enemies and what interactions were they tracking. And I thought this would be a really cool iPhone app. I've got a lot of various components here. I've got the graphics. I've got everything I need. I just need to translate this in some way into an iPhone app with a few basic controls and just something that people can play on, you know, promote these ideas through a little app that people are playing on. And I thought about this some more. I thought, this, this is really a no-brainer. I do not actually get this thing together. And I got loaded the stuff. It's all on, you know, GitLab, all the source codes available. And I had this little iPhone app within minutes. For Noble Eight. Now it doesn't do everything that I want through this thing. It doesn't have the you know, the text and these kind of things, which are relatively easy to add. It's going to take probably another few evenings worth of design work. But it was all there. It was all there just ready. I worked on it for quite some time. I've optimised a bunch of other stuff. This this is ready to go. I've just been holding off on it. It's just been hidden beyond all this other stuff, all this other nonsense that I have to go through. I felt very happy about that. It was strange, late evening, having this noble ape iPhone app just there, running, working away. This is actually the nature of my efforts. There's immense creativity and insight. You just have to stumble upon it in some strange way. And that's what I want to put in this podcast. Through all this other craziness, through all this other stupidity, there are little gems there still to be discovered. And that's ultimately what enables me to Continue to record these podcasts.